Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new show. This is Wendy. I'm your host tonight. And we just have a, a sweet treat for you, and we have a special guest. You know him from, his, from being a judge on Design Star and his show Deserving Design and way back in the day on Trading Spaces. And, yes, I'm talking about Vern Yip. He is going to uh, share with us some details on his new special that airs tomorrow at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. East on HGTV called Live at Vern's House. And that's coming up in just a few minutes. But I just wanted to say thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, you're listening to a MyMilitaryLife.com production. And this segment is actually for the Military Spouse Show, which is with Krista Wells, the Military Spouse Coach. We pre-taped this interview earlier. And I just want to say thanks, everybody, for tuning in and subscribing to the show. If you are not subscribed to the show, the way that you can do that is head on over to iTunes and search Navy Wife Radio, and that's where all of our shows are located right now. And you can just click subscribe, and you can click the last two episodes or three or five or however many you want to download to your iPhone or uh, listening device. And then that way when you're in your car and you're commuting or on the treadmill, we'll go with you wherever you go, and you'll get the latest episodes first before anyone else. So with that said, I just want to say thanks, you guys, for listening. And when we come back from the break, we'll be back with Fern Yip, and Krista will be joining me. And we are so excited to bring this interview to you, and um, we'll catch you right after, the, right after the break. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Military Spouse Show. U.S. Navy t-shirts, mugs, and more at NavyChief.com. Hot new designs for sailors, chiefs, officers, families, and all those who support our men and women in the United States Navy. NavyChief.com will ship anywhere in the USA, APOs and FPOs too. NavyChief.com offers silkscreen tees for your command, unit, ship, CPOAs, fundraisers, businesses, schools, and other special events. Let our in-house professional graphic artists design your next custom order. Huge selection of tees for only $10 each. NavyChief.com, supporting our shipmates since 1997. Veteran-owned, all NavyChief.com apparel is printed in the USA. Call us at 301-475-0437 or log on at NavyChief.com. show everybody today we're so excited to welcome Vern Yip to our program and you know Vern from all of his many shows including TLC's Trading Spaces, one of my favorites, Design Star, and he has a new show coming up on HGTV called Live in Vern's House. So that's what he's here to talk to us about today and we're so excited to have lots of questions. So Vern, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh my goodness, thank you so much for having me. Krista, we are big fans, right? We've been following yeah. your career. I feel like I've grown up with you. We've grown up together. I don't know since we were first on Trading Spaces. I have a Burn Yip fragrance warmer. <laughs> oh, you do! In Great. my office. Great. Great. I'm a life coach, and but I see clients live. A lot of people see their clients over the, just over the phone, but I have a a live office, and I have different smells burning <laughs> in my office. 
That's uh, so nice. Did you get is it a ginger jar? Style? Yes. It's um, I got it on Amazon. It was just like a I love I love candles and things like that, but being in an office setting I feel like having just the scent burning is kinda nice. Versus, you know, walking in at like ten o'clock in the morning and having all these candles going. It might be a little too romantic for work, but I love the fragrance <laughs> for work. Um, yeah. I love what you do with accents and just things with pillows and candles and beautiful fragrance and things like that. And with military spouses, we're always on the move. So thinking of a few staple items that, like, any room could use to spruce it up and make it feel homey, um, I thought you would just be such an expert at some tips like that. Yeah, you know, the thing with military folks and military family is that, unfortunately, uh, there are a lot of times that, you guys have to pack up and move and move pretty efficiently and move pretty quickly. And I know that there are lots of people who are really good at that by now, but you do want every place that you move into to feel like home and you don't want to spend a lot of time getting there. So I think there are a few really easy things to do to really personalize it and, you know, make wherever you happen to be feel a little more like, you know, a place that you want to, to be with your family and to spend the most important moments of your life. I always think that texture is such an important element a lot of these places that we end up moving into feel, you know, just completely void of personality. And I think texture can be one of those things that can really kind of uh, inject that personality into a space. So, you know, adding softer things like rugs and throws and throw pillows, those are easy things to sort of pack up and move, but they make such a big difference to your house. I also think having warm lighting in a space is really important. Uh, a lot of places we move into, for example, might have a really cold fluorescent bulb in the kitchen or, you know, might not have a lot of lighting and it can kind of make it a little bit sad. So, you know, making sure that you have a couple of nice lamps that are easily movable, uh, having a floor lamp if you don't have a lot of overhead lighting and you don't have the ability to actually put in a junction box so you can hang something from the ceiling. I think that's really, really helpful. And then having a few pictures and a few mirrors that you can hang on the wall. A mirror that's hung opposite a window is the cheapest and easiest way to add a window to a space. Because when you hang a, win a mirror on, uh, especially a large one, on the wall opposite of a window, it takes all of that natural light that's coming into the space and it bounces it right back and it, it more or less doubles your view. So it's a really great way to kind of brighten a space very inexpensively and make it feel larger, you know, if you are moving into a place that really doesn't have a lot of personality. Such good ideas. Yeah, I love the speaking to the texture piece. This is Wendy. I actually have one of your throws. We ordered it off of HSN, and it's on my couch right now. Oh, wonderful. And so I wanted to make sure I told you that because – it has traveled with us through, gosh, I think at least a couple houses. It's like a crocheted texture fabric, very cozy and warm, and I just love it. So I had to tell you we love your throws that you have. Thank um, you so much. That's so sweet, and I appreciate that. Going back to your trading spaces days, you know, you've done so many cool things, and now one of the shows we watch all the time is Design Star whenever it comes on. And so I asked, some of our favorite listeners, you know, if they had any questions for you. And this one came through, and I love it. It's such a good question. A friend of the show, John, he actually wants to know, if you were a contestant on Design Star, what challenge would you be most afraid of? What would I be most afraid of? That's such a good question. I, nobody's ever asked that before, so good job <laughs> on that question. 
Um, boy, you know, we have had some challenges where we've asked people to do some pretty extraordinary things, you know, uh, given them the, you know, the most kind of crazy, absurd objects and asked them to really transform it into something special. And I have to say that our our contestants have, for the most part, really been good sports and they've really done a nice job of sort of tackling that kind of challenge. But, you know, anytime you're sort of mutely faced with something super unusual and maybe not that attractive and asked to, you know, very quickly and efficiently and inexpensively convert it into something phenomenal and, you know, worthy of being in a a really beautifully designed space, I think that's always super intimidating. And I would certainly hope that, you know, after years of experience that I could rise to the occasion. (laughs) But, you know, everybody has that bad day, right? So... Um, and I have them too. <laughs> so you never know. That's great. Thanks for answering that one. Yeah, I know one time you guys went to a pet shop or something. I remember that. That was pretty crazy. Right, so. right. That was season one. We asked them to shop at either a pet store, an automotive store, I think uh, maybe a hardware store, maybe like a party supply store. I mean, we sent them to crazy places. And they turned out beautiful rooms you know, it really sort of speaks to the level of talent of the contestants and, their, of course, their good sportsmanship. You have to be a good sport. This is Krista. Um, I would love to hear a little bit about your new show and what that's about. I'm really excited about this. This is a one-hour special that is airing on July 12th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central. And it's called Live in Burns House. It chronicles the building of my beach house down at Rosemary Beach, Florida. I've always dreamt of having a beach house, but never really thought it'd be a reality, and I'm so happy that it's finally, my dream has finally come true. And I want to share that journey with all of, you know, the HGTV and Bring Up Super fans out there and show them how the house was kind of conceived and and then built, because uh, we built it from scratch. And one lucky family is going to receive the opportunity to spend a week there. Uh, They're going to be able to vacation at my own personal beach house for an entire week, which is why we call it Live in Burns House. So I'm really, really excited to be able to have somebody experience, you know, the home uh, in person and for an entire week because it is different than sort of seeing it in the pages of HGTV magazine and it's shown in in the July-August issue this month. Uh, or seeing it on the special. It's a totally different experience, I think, ex- experiencing your family and being able to vacation there. So I'm I'm really looking forward to sharing that with somebody. I love that. That's, a, that's an amazing uh, opportunity for someone and fun for all of us to be watching it and the excitement of seeing. I'm sure it's decorated beautifully. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. It's just a different and unique opportunity. It's never happened at... HGTV before where one of our fans has gotten the opportunity to to stay in one of our own personal homes. So I'm super excited about being able to give back in that way because uh, our fans are so loyal and my fans are are really great. They've been following me, a lot of them, for 15 years, like you guys were saying, since Trading Spaces days. It's been a long time, so uh, this is just another way for me to sort of share my designs and to really say thank you to the fans. Cool. What a great idea. I love it. Chris, can you imagine your four little ones running around that house? Vern, are you really no, okay? No, <laughs> I'm sure there's rules that I'm not allowed to apply. <laughs> oh, I love little ones. Listen, I have two little ones. I have a I have a four-and-a-half-year-old son and a three-and-a-half-year-old daughter. 
and I live with 400 pounds of dog. I have four big adopted dogs. So I I think that's one of the things I've always loved is I always feel like I live the life that most of my fans live. You know, I'm juggling work and I'm juggling trying to raise kids and I'm juggling having, you know, four big dogs in my house. And so the house is designed to really be beautiful and sophisticated, but also at the same time kid and, and dog friendly. So uh, I'm not afraid of your four kids. <laughs> I love that. My sister would love that. My sister has three adopted dogs, and my four kids love her dogs, and every time we leave, they're asking me to get a dog. And I say, no, you can visit Aunt Laura's dogs. We don't need to have our own. <laughs> but um, oh, my she's gosh. a vet tech, and so I know if I ever get a dog, she can she can help with it, and she's big into dog rescue. So that is really cool that you've adopted four. And I'm sure your I two kids adore your, your dog. Future. Kids do adore dogs, and I definitely feel a dog in your future. I can see it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, no. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. It's the whole thing. That's what I can say. I feel like four kids are easy compared to four dogs. <laughs> well, I don't, you know what? It's, they all bring such joy to your life. I mean, they really do. I'm, it's, you know, it's so hard to explain to somebody until you're in that situation. It's just sort of like when, you know, you're trying to explain to somebody who doesn't have kids what it's like to have kids and how you juggle it and how you find the time to make it work. It just happens, right? <laughs> yeah, and good <laughs> for you to have, just, just, to have the busy four kids and two kids and such a big career, balancing and all. Oh, that. I don't know about that. That could be a whole show do, in itself. You? <laughs> well, I, give I don't know a lot if anybody of, would watch because they all do. I give a lot of talks to the military spouse community on work-life balance, and it's kind of like, do what I say, not what I do. <laughs> but we all try our best. Definitely the truth. I think at the end of the day, people say, always say to me, oh, how do you do it? How do you make it all work? And I always say, I'm not doing anything that I don't think anybody else is already doing. I mean, I think we're all doing the same thing. We're all just plugging away, and we're just doing our best. And hopefully that's good enough, right? Yes. Yes, definitely. We had another question I want to get to from our listeners. And this one comes from favorite listener, Stephanie. And she asks, what advice do you have for the closet designer in all of us? Oh, I love that. Well, you know, one of the things that I would say, especially if you are – you've got a really creative bent and you really are interested in designing, but at the same time you're, you know, working on your own house and maybe you don't have a lot of resources to work with, is to remember that you're not trying to replicate what you see in a showroom or what you see in a magazine. The best gift that we can give to ourselves and to our families is to have a home that really represents who, you know, we are who we are as individuals, but also who we are as families. And your home should uniquely support your the functions that you you need to have happen in that home. And also aesthetically, you know, it should it should look like who you guys are, you know, as individuals, but also collectively as a family. Uh, you're not trying to make your home something that is just sort of reflective of a of something that you've seen out there. You really want it to be personal. And so once you kind of get over that hump, I think you begin to see all the different possibilities out there and how you can really access beautiful things 
all over the place that are affordable too because you're not necessarily having to buy what's in or what's trendy or what you're seeing in the retail stores. There's so many places online to look for great deals. There's so many wonderful flea markets and garage sales, and there's so many different ways to kind of really personalize and make your home feel special. The other thing I would say is if you don't have a lot of stuff, you know, really embrace color. Color can really be your friend. And it's especially true if if you don't have a lot of things, you're not particularly happy with the things that you have. The fewer things you have or the less happy you are with your things, the more saturated the color should be in your home. And vice versa, if you have If you're really in love with your things and you feel like you have great artwork, the color in your home can kind of take a back step. So that's always a good rule of thumb. But, you know, I would always say to everybody out there who's a closet designer, you know, just experiment, have fun, and give yourself the freedom to explore and make your home really personal and and not be afraid to make mistakes. One of the things that holds me back is what if I paint that wall and I hate the color? I guess the worst case is you just repaint the wall, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and if you are, I know a lot of people move into uh, homes that they can't paint, but if you are able to paint, one of the things I always say to folks is when you go to the paint store, pick up as many paint chips as you think might be possible for you and then go several shades lighter and also several shades darker with the paint chips that you're bringing home. Those paint chips are free, and it's great always if you bring bring them back. Uh, and recycle them, but they're free. And what I say is take as many as you think might be a possibility and be a little bit bold and daring with some of the choices and then tape them to the wall and live with them for a couple of days. Look at those paint chips during the day when you have natural light and then also look at those paint chips at night when you don't have natural light but you're really relying just on artificial light and begin to take down the ones that you know you really don't like. And it's a great way to avoid making those paint mistakes in the beginning because the lighting in the paint store is so different than the lighting in your home. That's true for most of us. If the lighting in your home looks like the lighting in the paint store, then you've got a problem. You've got to probably change the lighting in your home. But have much better and much warmer lighting in our homes. And the color is going to look totally different in the paint store than it will in your house. And I think that's where a lot of people get tripped up and make a mistake. And that can be a plus when your kids are picking out colors in the paint store like my son said, we want cork, this color, and it had a lot of orange in it. It kind of looked like a wine cork color. They wanted it to look like the desert with their camo comforters that were, you know, like two two shades of navy blue camo. And I came home and I was like, they're not going to know if I buy the shade lighter and tell them this is cork. <laughs> and so oh, wow. um, my daughter picked out, she's four, so she picked out kind of a Pepto-Bismo pink, and she said, I want this pink. And she, she was going by the names, like, I like strawberry yogurt, and I like this paint and that paint. <laughs> so we got one, and then we told her after it was painted, this is strawberry yogurt, <laughs> or whatever the, paint that she, the pink that she wanted. We told her that was it. It was little white lies on the kids' paint colors. Um, I hope that they don't listen to your... I hope they're not listening to your radio show because you just exposed yourself. You've given up your, your. I know, I know. Hopefully not. <laughs> we'll have one show. I do that show. all the time. I'll take my kids to the ice cream store and they'll pick out the most disgusting flavor. They'll pick out the one that's 
called like Superman or Bubblegum, and I just know it's not going to be great. But you know, <laughs> gotta, you gotta, gotta let them make some decisions. I know it helps me to not nibble the ice cream when they get Superman with gummy bears in it. <laughs> oh no! How awful! Gross! Oh, goodness. But yes, I do believe though that the kids could have fun and, and pick a color because I, I read this book, um, the last lecture, and there was something in that book about about the professor from Carnegie passed away from pancreatic cancer, and he said something in there like life is short, like let your kids something like let your kids paint the walls the color they want, and I wanted my kids to have like this coffee mocha colored wall, and then I came home and after I read that book, and I was like pick whatever colors you want, kids. And they they were all like, yay, Mom's not making us have our, our walls all coffee and shades of gray. So it was, um, they, had a good, they had a good time picking out all their their colors. And I did go pretty close to what they chose. I do, at the end of the day, it, I think everybody has to go through that phase. And it is really easy to repaint a wall, you know. I've picked colors for my nieces before where I said to them, you know, this is like a shade of yellow where if you close your eyelids, you're still going to be able to see this yellow. (laughs) And I like your tips on the balance between form and function because I have organized my kids' playroom so it looks like a Pinterest thing. And then I like literally don't want them to play down there. I'm like, I just organized all the Legos with the Legos and this with that and painted and put everything organized. And then they're like, mom, we can't even, like, you don't even like when we play now. (laughs) So there has to be a bounce to make it fun colors and fun. And I love that idea of doing a bright colored wall where there isn't a lot of art. And then if there's maybe up in our living room where there are some pieces of art doing more of of a lighter pastel wall, that's such a good idea. Well, it's such a great way for people to make their space feel finished when you don't really have a lot to work with. You know, if you really, because some people don't even have the ability to paint, but if you are lucky enough to be able to paint a color that has a level of saturation or a certain level of brightness fills the void. You know, it fills the void of of emptiness, uh, and it takes the place of great art or it takes the place of great furniture because that's what people notice when they come into this space. They'll come in and they'll go, oh, wow, that's a, that's a really pretty color. Whereas, you know, if you already have great stuff, you don't want people to come in and, and look at the color first. The primary layer of the space then becomes the artwork and the furniture uh, because not everything can be the first thing that you notice. You know, it's like having a room full of kids screaming at you and saying, look at me, look at me. You know, it's not comfortable. You want something to be the first thing you notice and then something else to be in the second position and something to be in the third position. So I always think that's a a really good way to think about it. Yeah, such great advice. And I love some of your online, um, you have so many like accent pillows and beautiful throws and things like candles. And I feel like sometimes you think you want a new sofa, but if you just go get some new, if you're a military spouse and you're, I don't know, you've been, your husband's deployed and you're like wanting to go shopping, sometimes you can do a lot with a little, like a few new candles and a few accent pillows and a beautiful throw. Sometimes you don't need the new sofa. You just can spruce things up with small items. And I love that. I saw some yeah, things you had that were like that, that you could buy. Well, uh, I appreciate you saying that because I think it's really, it's really true. Sometimes we are really bothered by how a room looks. And it's amazing how you can really change it up with just a new lamp or just some new throw pillows or, you know, a great 
centerpiece on your coffee table. Sometimes it's really kind of making small changes that that end up really resulting in big changes. Yeah, and we implemented that texture tip with our office. I have a very traditional um, office building space, and it is the fluorescent lighting and just kind of a commercial uh, flooring, um, commercial rug, but it's like the you know the tight knit tight carpet and. My office mate and I put in a big shag rug, and we brought in our own lamps, and we don't even turn on the overhead big lighting. Like, we turn on just all of our lamps, and it really changed the space enough that when her husband, who has an office upstairs, came down to our office, he said, you guys should decorate my office. This looks really good down wow. here. So, um, and we did. We did a lot with the, we got some windows that are mirrored. You know, they look like windows, but they're mirrors. Right. And, um got rid of the fluorescent you're so true it's just such a warmer space now to not use that light at all sounds like we need to get you the show (laughs) i I agree krista (laughs) (laughs) this has been so great you've helped us so much great tips to put them in good context so we can kind of visualize what you're saying as you explain it krista any last questions before we let him go No, just a big thank you. I mean, these are amazing um, tips, and I hope that lots of our listeners will watch your show and learn about decorating tips for beach homes, and a lot of us are on the coast, so um, very exciting. Thanks so much for taking the time out to um, share your good advice with our listeners. Oh, my gosh, not at all, and and good luck to all of you as you're hopefully, you know, applying to win the one-week Day and I, I really just want to say one last thing. I had several military families on my deserving design show when that ran for four seasons, and uh, I know, you know, just from speaking to them firsthand, how difficult it can be and how many sacrifices are made, not just by the men and the women who are, you know, uh, uh, serving our country in the military, but but really by their families as well. And I don't know that that always gets recognized. So I just want to say thank you so much for uh, everything that you make possible, and uh, certainly I hope um, you know I hope that our tips today have been able to uh, help you at least make your your wherever you are feel a little more like home. Thank you so much. We love it, Vern. Thank you. We love you. We can't wait to watch your new show and enter, and we hope that um, you'll come back and visit us again one day in the near future and talk about what's up next with Vern. We can't wait to hear about it. Thank you, guys. Would love to. You're listening to the Military Spouse Show, and we want to hear from you. So give us a call at 904-383-7896 and leave us a message that includes your question that you'd like us to answer. To connect with us online, visit MilitarySpouseShow.com. You'll find links to Krista's website and Facebook page and to My Military Life. We look forward to sharing this new show with you and getting your feedback. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this special interview with Vern Yip. Be sure to tune in on July 12th at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern, or 11 a.m. in the Pacific to watch his new special, which features him building his dream home in Florida. It's called Live at Vern's House. And you can enter to win a week, uh, stay at his house. Even if you have four kids and four four big, huge dogs <laughs> or any version of. So-
So um, thanks you all for listening, and we will be back soon with another full episode, and Tara will be back, and Jen will be back, and Crystal will also be uh, you'll be getting more military spouse shows as we move forward. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Military Spouse Show. Our disclaimer is we're not part of any official government agency or the Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here by our co-hosts and guests do not reflect official government policy. Any advice we give is strictly the views of the co-hosts and our individual guests.